Hey, what's up, everybody? It's the Freshly Baked Crackers podcast, episode 28. Ian and I gab about some nerdy stuff. We talk about Batman versus Superman. We talk about Marvel and what's going on and the announcements they've made. We talk a lot about Jessica Jones and how we feel about that show and what it's going to mean for Luke Cage and the Defenders and Daredevil and everything like that. So, cool episode if you're into the comic booky stuff. Ian also breaks down his thoughts on the streets seminal album original pirate material uh this episode is brought to you by wolf tracks t-shirts and designs find them on facebook and uh, hit them up for you know any kind of graphic design stuff that you want that isn't generic looking if you want something that's cool hand-drawn personalized they can do shirts they can do fucking banners they can do anything you need them to do, and they can do art for anything that you need. So just hit them up, let them know that you heard about them here on the Freshly Baked Crackers podcast, and they will give you a free basic setup and design. And uh, that's about it for the formalities. So here we go. Without further ado, episode 28 of the Freshly Baked Crackers podcast with no title or any sort of person's name because there's no guest, but it's just us. And... Uh, yeah, here we go. Enjoy. One little dude, one little dude down there staring that batch. Nobody else is gonna fucking help him work in the middle of the night. Nope. He's got a bunch of cock ass fucking coworkers. West Coast style. West Coast style. All right, we're recording. Oh. All right. Let me do all this cocaine really quickly <laughs> before we start recording. <laughs> Toot. Okay. Jacket. The jacket. D jacket myself. D jacket to myself. <laughs> All right. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Freshly Bay Crackers. I'm Ian. I'm Josh. And we're here on episode 28, just talking the two of us. We're back. Yeah. Hope your holiday, your first of the two major holidays, yes. were good. Good old gobble day. Yes. Ate lots of turkey or said, fuck all traditions and ate something totally different. I eat turkey. Yeah, I made turkey meatloaf. That counts. Yeah, it's in the same ballpark. We had fried turkey. Mm. That's the way to go. I like thing. a fried turkey. We had two fried turkeys. Oh, God. And I had to butcher them. <laughs> of course. I got there and had to... Well, you're the food guy. They were magically... They were mystified to see me res- like remove the breasts <laughs> and then slice it nicely with the with the skin still on it. There was like, Whoa. holy fuck, he's a Jedi. Like... <laughs> They looked at him like, Jesus, come back again. Right. It's like, it's not that hard. It's not that hard. (laughs) Just got to learn the shape of the meat. Yeah, that's it. So, hey, everybody. Welcome back. We have been gone for a minute. We hope you have been doing good. We've been doing good. Yeah, yeah. Um, A lot of shit has gone on. Yeah. It's been a pretty exciting past uh, few weeks here. A couple weeks, rather. Past couple weeks, yeah. A lot of stuff has gone on. Yeah. Yeah. So... What, 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 I mean, 
First thing I want to talk about is Jessica Jones. Okay, I was gonna kind of jump right into that, but um, yeah, let's let's go right to Jessica it. Jones. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we watched uh, the whole shebang. Which, Hope- if you if you don't know what this is, Marvel has released another one of their shows, um, second of hopefully many. Yeah, of the Hell's Kitchen saga. Yeah, if you will. Yeah, the um, sort of Max uh, version of the television series. Yeah. Uh, which actually Jessica Jones alias was the very first Max comic. Okay. For Marvel. Okay. Uh, with Brian Michael Bendis writing. Um, yeah, and this is kind of a different show too. I think. Yeah, totally. Daredevil, you know, it's totally. What I think is really cool. It's sort of showing us. It's also the exact same kind of show. Yeah, yeah, it really is. It's it's got that grit and and darkness. Definitely still to takes it. place in Hell's Kitchen. Yeah. Uh, even though we don't see um, really, I mean, really any of the cast of characters from Daredevil except for uh, Claire Rosario Dawson. Yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> who apparently I, I was reading about this. I, it kind of annoyed me. I don't know if this is just a rumor or not, but you know we've been calling her Night Nurse because, in my opinion, she's very obviously Night Nurse. Yeah. She's working in Hell's Kitchen with these characters, and she's a nurse who helps superheroes, but herself doesn't really have any powers. But they're talking about they don't want to call her that in the show because they're reserving the rights to use it in the movies with some totally different character person right. taking that place. Which, right off the bat, I say, what the fuck? Because Rosario Dawson is an actual film actress, yeah. too. Like She would be the person who would make sense to bridge that gap. Absolutely. And uses that kind of thing. So uh, that's why I wonder if it's not just a rumor. I hope it is. And I mean, I've only seen that from like one source yeah. that really got into that because right. they were somebody who also refers to her as okay. night nurse, and they felt the need to kind of make that comment and distinction. Um, but uh, yeah, so this is probably going to get pretty spoiler heavy if you guys haven't watched it yet. But get on that shit because it's really good. For real though, yeah, get it's out there and watch it. Really good. And like you know, the thing that I keep telling people is like you know, Daredevil's pretty bloody, pretty violent. Yeah, it's a lot of like a karate show. But this is like this is more of an erotic show. It is. So it's an erotic noir, is what I keep kind of calling There's it. There's a lot of sexual things, yeah. whether it be good or bad. Right. The, there is a lot of the sexual themes, and you know, there's still some nice, good combat, bunch of yeah. punching. But it's not the same kind of fights either. They're very slow and yeah. methodical big well they're heavy hitters yeah um but yeah and i mean obviously i'm fucking i loved it and really dug it too right i thought it was fucking awesome yeah i thought it was great and i thought it was uh you know anytime we get to see marvel not redoing something they've done in the past yeah going in a whole new direction yeah cool. and adding to this i really like what's going on in hell's kitchen yeah I yeah. like that that's like this whole area of the Marvel Universe right now is what this underlying story going on with this huge cosmic story. Yeah. And this huge superhero stories on Earth. And even know, when we're doing, on. it's usually in Manhattan, even if it's in New yeah. York, you know. So, yeah, we're even seeing like just a smaller neighborhood. But it's just like, meanwhile. Yeah. This other stuff is also going on. Right. You know, there's not just the Avengers and Ant-Man and... All these things happening in the world, or even you know what's coming up was was strange and, right. and Panther and stuff like that. There's, I like that the smaller medium is taking the smaller stories. Yeah, and and the idea that not every uh, powered individual necessarily wants to throw in some fucking spandex and be yeah. of the Avengers. You know, it's and I do love that idea. It's something that um I've been reading Alias, which is the Jessica Jones comic yeah. since I've watched the show. Um, and that's another general theme in that that idea that like. You know, what if you don't fucking feel right being in that sort of place? Just because you have these powers doesn't mean that you want to be a fucking spandex, pink-haired superhero who flies around. You just because you're huge and tall doesn't mean you want to play basketball. Right, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Or that you can. Right. <laughs> yeah, just that's true. Just because you yeah. physically look a certain way or have... Just because you're super strong and stuff doesn't mean you know how to fight. Well, Jessica can't fly, even though she can obviously fly. Yeah. She's just terribly bad at, at landing. Yeah. That's, and that's kind of a running joke, and I think that's pretty great, too. Yeah. Um, 
you know that yeah she's got fucking the same powers as some other characters but they're just not it's not as easy to grasp for everybody yeah. you know it's like sometimes you can't fucking do that yeah. shit you know um but yeah it's it, i think that the way that they use Kilgrave and mm-hmm. and create because he's a character that i'd read about but he's actually a daredevil villain yeah and so i've read a lot of him in daredevil i mean he does stuff with jessica jones sure. uh, later on and especially in new avengers and stuff but um I really love that they're doing this more grounded, realistic versions of these characters. Yes. In the way that they humanized Kingpin, they also made Kilgrave not purple, you know, and and they kind of went in this direction where he was just a dude who was experimented on as a a kid for this stuff. Who did own a lot of purple uh, clothing. Suits and stuff. Yeah, Yeah, he was still the purple man. And he kind of gleaned gleaned purple a moment at the very end when he makes everybody in the crowd fight, you know. Yeah. Um, But uh, I I love that. And I I don't know. I like the, the whole, like, you know, was he he was a was he a tortured kid or was he a kid getting cured you know his right. he's pissed at his parents but maybe it was just the way that his mindset was you know and uh the the way that like he's got this immense power and even when he saves the family his first thing is to make the dad try to blow his brains out yeah. he's got a very punisher sort of way even yeah. when he's moral uh you know so i think that's kind of a fucking cool way of, of looking at this end of the hero spectrum yeah. sort of thing too i just did air quotes like the people at home can fucking i really think it would have been <laughs> cool if they would have put a little tag at the end of the season for uh, Punisher versus Daredevil. Yeah, that would have been pretty. Just cool. something. Yeah, just a like, little tease. Uh, something referencing the Punisher, like on a TV, yeah, on the news or something in the background, would have been cool. Um, there probably is something, and people are listening to us. <laughs> have you, you only watched it, it once? When they're in the bar with Luke Cage, there's totally a fucking <laughs> thing going on. Yeah. Um, I did like I, I I was reading. I did the same thing with Daredevil. Den of Geek did this thing, um, where they basically followed every episode and pointed out little things that they could about mm-hmm. connections within the comics sure. and stuff. And they've been pretty good articles. I really like those. Uh, I've been enjoying them. But um, one of the things that they pointed out was the crazy guy on the radio talking about uh, gifted individuals. It's like a split second when she's at a convenience store buying something. But it's okay. this like gruff, angry man, and the way he's talking about these heroes. They were they kind of have this like. How cool would it be if it was fucking J. Jonah Jameson sort yeah. of out there doing this multimedia thing? Prince, yeah. Prince dead. So he's out there on the fucking radio sh- shooting the shit about right. heroes, you know. But just uh, even if it's not, it's just kind of like cool that they're just building this world of these people that are like the chick who's afraid of of fucking gifted people, which yeah. it sucks at the whole time. You know they're wanting to fucking use the word mutants. Yeah. And it's really upsetting seeing them not be able to use the word yeah. mutants. Um, it actually kind of made it goofy in a way. But. Yeah, but you know what? I won't let that bother me because I don't want fucking Fox to win. No. Oh, so no. fuck yeah. them. I don't yeah, give a exactly. shit. Fuck them. It's just a word anyway, yeah. but... Uh, it, it's it is better one than of those saying things. that they're calling them miracles like they did in Avengers 2. God, Jesus, yeah. Or the end of Maybe they called them at the end of Cap 2. I can't remember. Oh, I can't remember. So I've gone back and watched some stuff, oh. and man... I really have to even even more praise for Ant Man. Yeah. After watching it, you know, like four or five times. Right, now. right. I just fucking love it and I love Michael Pena in it. Yeah, he's fucking he's wonderful. So fucking good. Yeah. Like when he goes on those things about telling him about like so my man Carlos, like he his <laughs> uh friend, blah blah blah, his sister told him that, you know, He's just so fucking It's good, amazing. Though. And all that stuff's off the cuff too, which I thought was yeah. great. You know, he is so charming in that flick, like yeah. That. Yeah, he would just go on tangents and then they would go shoot whatever yeah. he said. They, <laughs> yeah, would, they'd they make would just that hire happen. some people up and shoot it. There's a, uh, I love the part whenever it's the homage to the original footage, whenever he's going with those guys and turns small and runs up their guns and right. everything like that. And then they kind of chase him to that fucking mock up building. Like oh, right. Small yeah, model yeah. Side. And he's running through and it's shooting it. <laughs> and fucking Michael Pena's character comes in and takes those guys out and he's just like, hey, Scott, hey, Scott. Did I save your life, man? Did I just save your life? 
<laughs> and then he's he's got to put the whistle in. Yeah, and he's and like, when, and when he listens. comes, he comes big again. He's just like, hey, um, are we the good guys? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, yeah, we're the good guys. Like, it feels weird, doesn't it? And he's just like, yeah, it's kind of weird, man. I just I think those two guys together are fucking outstanding. They have some amazing chemistry. Yeah. Well, I th- I've always felt like Pena's always stolen the scene. Anyway, yeah. I think in anything he's done, he's always stuck out a lot, and yeah. I've always liked him in things and. uh yeah, I think it's really cool to see him basically be a, a Marvel hero's sidekick, and that was a lot of fun, yeah. So there's a lot of rumors going around that uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp will be set in two time periods of two Ant-Mans and two Wasps. Oh. Showing Hank and his and wife. his wife. That would be amazing. Because I was. that's one of the first things I said after we watched Ant-Man was that I would love to see this fucking 90s Cold War, you know, or, or 80s, rather, Cold War mm-hmm. Ant-Man stuff. Like, that's just yeah. such a fucking cool thing. Like, I love that, that time period and yeah. see the old heroes. Like, during a time where the world didn't think we had heroes like that, right. you know, Cap would have been frozen at this point and other yep. people wouldn't have surfaced. So right. these fucking super powered individuals basically are out there fucking... And what would you have done at that point, point? You would have probably worked with the military. Yeah, exactly. So I, th- I think that's a really cool thing. I'd like to see that. That would be really, yeah. really neat. Um, I do love that the director uh, uh, who did Ant-Man is back on, because I think he did a fucking great job. Um, um, you know what's really weird? I just realized the time frame doesn't make sense with a lot of shit, because like when they're showing the uh, old footage of Hank Pym as Ant-Man... It almost looks like he's fighting the Nazis, which would have been the 40s. Yeah, it was like way too early. I guess it could and have been Vietnam. And that's why I was like kind of like guessing, because I feel like it was maybe, it had to have been like the 70s would it make had to more have been sense. Nom. yeah. Yeah, but I'd felt like they'd mentioned something about the Cold War, unless that's just me fucking being stupid Well, I think it would have been Nam into the Cold War, yeah. and then he would have died 70s. whenever his wife dies. That would have been a Russian missile, I yeah. think Yeah, that would have yeah. that would have probably worked out, yeah. So yeah, I guess the, the, maybe that time frame would be like 70s. Yeah. Or Vietnam era while Scott and Hope are doing their own thing yeah. in current times. I'm just excited to see, uh, you know, the actual, to see some Wasp stuff. Like, that's going to yeah. be really fucking cool. Like, I, I So just, I asked him, if he asked her to ask him, to ask them, to ask, to ask me because I'm tight with Ant-Man. <laughs> he said, yes, bro. <laughs> fucking love it. It's so great. Michael Payne, you are fucking awesome. Wonderful. I love you. I'm hoping that maybe they do some stuff like a, if there's ever the when they finally get the TV characters into the movies, maybe nodding at the Scott Lang and Jessica being together. I think that'd be kind of fun. Yeah. Cause that was a pretty interesting little plot line. Like, I mean, in the beginning, he's actually really, really kind of cool to her. You know, they have some nice, but it's for like 10 pages. Yeah. <laughs> that's kind of hit. And then he becomes kind of a shithead, but, um, I'm excited. to. I'm so excited to see, uh, uh, Rudd with the rest of the Avengers. Yeah, me too. I can't wait. It's going to be, I'm, we've got the trailer for cap two. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, my God, I almost forgot about that's that. That's something that we just got. Uh, that was fucking great. That was a great Thanksgiving treat. Yes. Uh, I think Black Panther looks amazing. Yes. Like, that right off the bat stuck in my head. The first time I watched it and I saw him, I forgot the rest of the fucking trailer at that yeah. point. I was just like, oh, fucking Black Panther. We finally get to see it. The suit looks so cool. Um, I was also reading a thing like we do get to see a shot of the um, the Sokovia Accords and the the brothers are talking about that's their version of the uh the uh superhero registration yeah, yeah, yeah. Act. Um, so it all, is all going to be tied into sokovia yeah exactly there, which i think is that's cool yeah and then i guess also something let's with, check out the trailer again you want to see it on the big dinosaur oh cover? you fucking assholes <laughs> put the live shit on you give there. me the fucking bullshit stuff god damn you <sighs> way, guys way to go you dude 
That's it even says official. Ugh. I mean, officially Another bootleg. bullshit one. How hard is it to just give me the regular fucking Captain America Civil War trailer for crying out loud? <laughs> the, the official one was released on fucking... Yeah. Huh. Uh, no. Uh, but yeah, that's one I'm... I'm I'm just really excited about this, like, kind of Avengers 2.5 sort of idea. This, like, we're getting to see everybody, but it's not really their film. You know, it's really more, I guess, going to be Cap dealing with this shit. Uh, I don't know. I'm fucking stoked. Is this it? Please tell me this is it for crying out loud. Yeah, that should be it. Yeah. So we've seen this scene Fuck. already. Yeah, the... Do you remember me? Stinger. Your mom's name is Sarah. He used to wear newspapers in your shoes. You're a wanted man. I don't do that anymore. Well, the people who think you did are coming right now. And they're not planning on taking you alive. I love the, the tone of it. Yeah. It's, takes me right back to Cap 2. Yeah. Winter Soldier was so good. It was so good. It makes me happy to know that the the um, Russo brothers are doing Infinity War. Yeah, yeah. It's just amazing to see those dudes. Was do that stuff Avengers like this. building? Could that be West Coast Avengers? Uh, I think it's the that like new Avengers. Oh. You know, whatever. Where um, Falcon and all them are hanging out now. Worse. You saying you'll arrest me? There will be consequences. Captain, you seem a little defensive. Well, it's been a long day. If we can't accept limitations, we're no better than bad guys. That's not the way I see it. We've seen their disagreeing building for these last few films, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is finally coming to a head, you know. Tension, especially, like, in uh, Age of Ultron. Yeah, definitely. We definitely got to see them about to butt heads. I like that Falcon's becoming a more complete hero. Yeah, me too. Do you really want to punch your way out of this? What do we do? We fight. Panther. bit of dialogue between the two of them yes. followed by that fucking Bucky and him just beating, beating the, the fuck shit out, out of, of Tony. Yeah. It's just such a fucking powerful and painful thing to see, really. The like, way they're tossing that shield yeah. back and forth is so cool. It's really amazing because it's one of those things where like you, we knew this was going to be happening. For like a while we knew we were going to eventually see this culminate like this, but like to finally see that in action yes. it fucking gets me by the balls every time. Yeah. It's so great. I, oh God, I can't wait for it. It's going to be fucking amazing. I can't. I'm excited as well. <laughs> I'm excited as well, and I'm excited because Ant Man's going to be in it. Yes, <laughs> you know, and that's going to be pretty crazy. We're going to see be Spidey for a second. Yeah, yeah, and he is kind of. And what's really funny? It's one of those things we haven't really touched on. Is that like Guardians has also been the comedy. Guardians and yeah. Ant Man are kind of the two comedies, but Guardians are not going to be feet. They're still in fucking space. Yeah, but we're going to get a piece of the comic relief in in a film this interesting yeah. and and kind of deep and and dark and. 
I don't uh, know how much. I don't know how no, much Ant-Man's in it. But it, it, even one chuckle in what seems like to be yeah. the most heartbreaking goddamn probably two and a half hours of people who are this crazy about this Marvel Universe thing. Yeah. And this is really such a... Fu- this is the turning point. Nothing mm-hmm. is going to be the same after this moment. Right, right, you know, right, Everything right. in this universe is going to fucking change now. Yes. You know, and that's... Uh, amazing i'm really excited to see what doors are getting opened yeah here and, and uh i mean it's going to change I feel, I feel like even the tone of everything is going to be slightly different i mean and, I, and what's really crazy is how much they're saying that thor 3 is a game changer for the whole universe yeah everything changes yeah. in ragnarok so and I, I keep forgetting about that shit too i almost don't like it, it must they're doing something big yeah but like to me, I'm just like, do we really need a third Thor? And I wonder I if I love the Thor movies. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's gonna we're gonna get Hulk too. It's gonna be also Hulk's yeah. movie. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. I mean, it, since they are part of not the Earth realm, we might see some other things maybe tie together. You yeah. Know, we've got the whatever uh, spirit realm stuff that's gonna be happening with Doctor Strange. We've already yeah. got Guardian set. Not that any of this stuff may or may not show up, but there is a possibility there. We're looking at just another side that's not the Earth part of it so yeah. we might see something else i don't know i'm excited just, to see what it opens up but i, I mean, do think that uh uh the dark world is one of the weakest yeah of the marvel yeah films. i'll agree with that but i, I still mean, like it better than iron man 3 yeah incredible hulk but the thing that i'm really interested about and then i keep thinking why ragnarok might be such a big deal is that there is um the thing about how an an, an infinity gauntlet is in uh Thor's castle right in uh, Odin's little fucking thing down there Mm -hmm. and that uh, the fucking dudes from Marvel have come out and coyly said like well one of these fucking things isn't the gauntlet so who's got the real one right and that's something that I think they're they've got to make a fucking part of this otherwise they're going in another direction I can't even imagine grasping at this point Um, but you know Loki has worked with Thanos as one of his puppets but he Mm -hmm. kind of had his own thing going on he knows about these stones now and he kind of probably knows more about the gauntlet than, yeah. you know, we know. Um, and now he knows that he's possibly sitting on top of one. Yeah. You know, so that's kind of an interesting thing, you know. That's true. So uh, that's got to open up some kind of door, you know, yeah. I, I would think. I didn't know that. That's very cool. Yeah. Because, I mean, that's the, and there have been more theories and it could just be one of those fucking hoopla whatevers. But, yeah, they've they've come out and said it in the first Thor. You can see it when they're going in. the. Yes. Uh, with, you can actually see it hanging out. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, the guy who's... um. In Odin's treasure room. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, the dude who's like head of the Marvel film stuff. I, I can't believe Kevin Feige. Yeah, Kevin Feige. Feige. He's the dude who's come out to say with a wink that one of them isn't real. And so that's kind of a thing. Hmm. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Which makes me think that maybe the one in Thor is the real one. Right. Why would they be so coy and winky about it if the one that Thanos has is the right one? Right. I mean, unless it's, it's all a fucking red herring, which it could be too. Sure. But... I mean, that's a pretty fucking elaborate ruse. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they got to be fucking doing something. And there. they didn't put it there on accident. Right, exactly. You know, like, oh, that just, ha- oh, we we put an Infinity Gauntlet in there? <laughs> right, right. What I are mean, we doing that for? I mean, they did do that with Captain America's shield in the first Iron Man. Yeah. And they were just kind of thinking, you know, that, that they never knew really that this stuff yeah. was going to happen. But at this point, they knew. By Thor, they fucking knew yeah. they are doing something. So, and for him to make a comment about it. I mean, if it wasn't legit, they wouldn't fucking say shit. Yeah. Or they'd come out and go, yeah, it was just a fucking cute thing, you know, whatever. Yeah. But um, I don't know. So I'm interested. Well, then edit it out because it fucks with the continuity. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. I'd, I'd, go back in there. I need that continuity to work. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. I'm interested. Uh, but like even like along with Jessica Jones, I was thinking about this earlier today. Netflix is just fucking killing it. Killing We're it. We're talking about Master of None being fucking wonderful with uh bob and david uh, with, with david bob, yeah with bob and david. david is fucking awesome fucking so great um you know just 
there have been uh, John Mulaney's new stand-up special is fucking okay. awesome. Uh, the Comeback Kid, I really dug it a lot. Okay. Um, yeah, Netflix is just fucking on point right now. They are. They really got their shit together. I mean, not that they've ever really fucking slumped all that much, but they're just they just keep they just keep fucking wowing me. I think is what it is. You know, and people talk about having cable, and I'm like, you fucking rubes. I pay yeah. nine dollars a month, and I get to watch all this shit. Like you're fucking missing. It's, out. it's and like like we've said, you and I talking like. There's shows on Netflix that are incredible that we've never even watched yet. Yeah. Like House of Cards <laughs> is one of the best shows in the world. <laughs> right. <laughs> we've never seen it. Uh, yeah. It's, there's always something and they can fucking keep adding shit. Yeah. You know, it's not, that's not, and they've got going so away. much shit announced yeah. that they're working on yeah. right now. I mean, when you look at, okay, we're going to get another season of Rest of Development, Jessica Jones, Daredevil, Luke um, Cage's show, Luke Cage's show, Iron, Iron Fist, Fist show, show, Defender's show. Yep. That's just planned. That's just that stuff. Things yeah. happen the way they probably will. We're going to get a Punisher show. More than likely. Um, they have said they're not going to fucking turn down that idea. Yeah. Um, I mean, even on stuff like we don't like, they're fucking bringing back the Gilmore Girls. I mean, that's something that like people out there are that fucking crazy huge. about. That is a big deal. That is humongous. Yeah. And I don't give two shits or a fuck about Gilmore Girls. Not at all. But I know people who do, who yeah. are losing their <laughs> fucking minds. <laughs> it's like when Arrested Development came back for us, you know? It's yeah. like, it is a fucking huge deal for people, and it's really cool that, like you say... It was say, a big deal. I don't think you... Neither of us really watch it, but when they when they did another season of Trailer Park Boys, mm-hmm. that was huge That was for a, a huge deal, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's, it's really cool. Like you say, they fucking... They, they listen to the emails that people send them. And it they still surprised me they didn't do get they community. Can. Yeah. Yeah, that community nuts. went all the way to fucking Yahoo. <laughs> right. They had to have had their money tied up somewhere else, I imagine. Yeah. 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 But now Master of None is fucking great. Oh, it's great. Yeah. I keep saying it's it's fucking Louis for like our age range. Yeah. You know, it really is. It's it's uh it's a fucking good glimpse at some reality kind of stuff. It's fun. It's Aziz is so good. He's got so much going on. He's great. Yeah, he's, he's such a, he's a fucking dude. really good writer. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, ladies and gentlemen, I'm yawning like a motherfucker over here. I'm not even that tired. Um, but uh, so what, what I think is pretty cool about Jessica Jones, we've talked about this too. We kind of hinted about the whole, there's a lot of sexuality yeah. in the show. But I really like, they don't shy away from stuff. Like they're very upfront about how Kilgrave raped her. Yeah. How he, if you persuade someone through a power like that to right. fuck you, that is rape. That is rape. Them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the just right off the bat, the idea that, her and Luke fucking love fucking each other. Yeah. And we don't see that anywhere else in Marvel yet. Yeah. You know, even the people that hint at relationships, it's just a cute whatever. You know, we yeah. don't ever see fucking Tony and Pepper going at it. There's no. not a sex scene in Iron Man. No. But this fucking show, they are just two people who fucking really enjoy fucking fucking each other. Yeah. It's, it's awesome. It's really cool. Like to, it's, it's humanizing. Mm-hmm. You know, and then they develop feelings through that. Yeah, exactly. Which happens to a lot of people. Yeah, exactly. Um, but it's never portrayed in film that way. No. It's very rarely. Right. Yeah, I, th- I think that it's a, it's a really it's cool. It's definitely never portrayed that way in a comic book TV show, especially not. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah, I think it's a, it's a very oddly uh, like mature and realistic relationship for, like you say, a fucking comic book show. Totally, it's really cool. Um, I, yeah, and I think the, the my favorite thing about the show, I think, what really sets the mood is the fucking soundtrack. I yeah. love the fucking music in that yeah. show. I mean, it Who really did is the like, music. I know Giacchino did sure. it for Daredevil, I believe. But it's like it's like watching fucking a Philip Marlowe movie. Like there is, it's just got that smoky, yeah, nineteen forties to nineteen sixties detective noir thing. It really does. On. And I mean, they even play with tropes so far as them fucking. Uh, 
you know, having to to bribe the guy who runs the mortuary or the morgue in order to get in and look at the bodies. That's such a fucking PI show trope yeah. that they actually oh, did. Totally, like, dude. I love so much that they fucking hit on all this stuff, but at the end of the day, she still has superpowers. It's still a fucking superhero show. Yeah. But at at the it's I don't know. I just fucking really dig it. It it hits all those right buttons. And I think that it's more appealing to some people because not everybody's into blood and, and kung fu. You know, I don't fucking love blood and kung fu. Okay, Sean Callery is the composer. Okay. Um, he's done the 24 movie. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> a Bond game. He did music for the TV sh- series for La Femme Nikita and Homeland. He did the music for the, tw- the 24 game. <laughs> But not the show, right? Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Well, this is... um. Huh. He really fucking shined in this show, that's for sure. Yeah. I mean, I really liked it. Um, I also really like that... Oh, he know. did all... He did the television show 24, too. He did oh, all okay. the music for that. Bones. So he's, yeah, he's done, done a lot of stuff. I feel like this... I mean, this really was like... I mean, it just really felt straight out of a fucking old... Black and white, but totally wasn't at all whatsoever. Too. Yeah, yeah. It was totally a modern, different kind of thing. Yeah, but the whole time, it's, I mean, the fucking the door to her fucking house or to her apartment <laughs> is the classic door to a detective's yeah, office. Alias you know I mean? with the fucking the wavy glass yeah, and everything. No one else's doors like that. No, in the entire it's a building. regular apartment yeah. for everybody else. But yeah, she's got the office and everything. It's really That's great. straight off the page too. Yeah, the that the very first panel. Yeah. yeah, which is one of the things that and I then did think the was matter funny. Of your bill. Yeah, <laughs> the thing that I think is really funny, and and they mentioned it at Den of Geek thing that um the comic, the very first word uttered in the comic is fuck. Yeah, but they they don't say it once in the show. They yeah. really shy away from it. But I feel like they said fuck at least twice in Daredevil. I felt like, I, unless maybe slightly obscured, maybe, but more so than they did in this show, yeah. Which I think is really interesting, being that like you know that is that the it was I mean it was the first Marvel comic to ever say the word fuck. Show oh, really? It was yeah. I mean it was this that was what the whole thing about Max was. It was their first time they were trying to Going go into this comics adult kind of yeah thing. exactly. Which I mean the comics code thing is bullshit anyway. The two yeah. of them came up with it to fucking compete with each other about yeah. purity bullshit, you know. But like it was really cool. Like they did break ground with with Max and like. To do a comic like Alias, like rereading it is really cool because the only superhero that shows up in it, there's two. Scott Lang okay. for a second, like for the last 10 panels of the fucking first, or the second volume, uh, so like the 20th issue, and Carol Danvers, a.k.a. Uh, Captain Marvel, yeah. is actually her best friend. That's yes. who Trish is in the show. Yeah. Um, originally, when it was for ABC, they wanted Captain Marvel, but yeah. then they did all this. But I think it would have been kind of cool if we got to see the, you know. But that's, that's going to be a major character. Yeah. So How crazy gonna, is that? Yeah. It might, Captain like, Marvel's going to get her own movie. But Daredevil <laughs> and Punisher are on Netflix. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is kind of like weird. I always thought that those guys were, even though I'm, I don't mean this in a sexist way, but I always thought they were bigger heroes. Yeah, well, I mean, like Punisher especially. I mean, Punisher's been around for a long yeah. fucking time. But I think that I guess I guess that their stories are really something that's more told slowly over a long period. You also have to think that like slow burn. Even though like you know you like Warzone, I haven't seen Warzone. Yeah, but like I kind of like the first Punisher, but they're not fuck. People don't like those movies. No, and people didn't like Daredevil. So coming out and saying, "Hey, Patton we got Oswalt loves Warzone." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but to come out and say hey, we got a new Punisher movie or a new Daredevil movie would turn off a lot of people. Yeah, and at least a Captain stinkers. Marvel movie doesn't have shit compared to it. You know what Wasn't I mean? Wasn't there also a Punisher movie with Stallone? 
Um, it oh no, god, Dolph no, it's Dolph Lundgren. Yeah. yeah, back in the nineties, it was made for TV. I'm no. thinking a Cobra. No, Dolph Lundgren, and then also at the same time they released a uh, Nick Fury with uh, motherfucking uh, Hasselhoff. Hasselhoff. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh god, those were so bad. That's crazy. Uh, like that to think that that's how low people kind of used to think of the the medium of comics made for that TV, they were made for movies. TV shit movies. Yeah, and now it's just like. Do you want to make a billion dollars? Right, right. Get on a Marvel movie. Let's make a movie about somebody <laughs> with superpowers. Yeah, exactly. Unless you're working on a Marvel property not owned by Marvel currently. Yeah, <laughs> then, then it'll be garbage. Then it'll be garbage. So how long do you think that the market's going to sustain this? Um, the superhero You thing? know, this is like I've been reading a lot of these articles where people are like, who's going to die out like the Western? Next year we have Batman versus Superman. Yeah. Cap 3. Yeah. Thor 3. Right. Daredevil season two. Daredevil season two. Possibly Luke Cage season one. Yeah. I mean, that's a lot of superhero-y things. But see, this is the thing that... No, Luke Cage season one is slated for 2016 on Wikipedia. Oh, okay. Yep. So it is. All right. Um, but I think, you know... Suicide I, Squad. Yeah, that's right. Suicide Squad as well. Um, Preacher will be happening. Yep. Um, which More isn't a Walking superhero, Dead. but still a comic book. Supergirl. Right. Gotham. Flash and Flash Arrow. Flash and Arrow. Uh, and then that fucking Agents, Agents of, Shield. of S.H.I.E.L.D. There's uh, the fucking whatever of tomorrow that's going to be all the dudes from Flash. The heroes the, of the tomorrow. Heroes of the, yeah. That whole thing. So, I mean, yeah, there's there's a lot of superhero stuff happening. I think that some of it won't be able to sustain, but I disagree. Birdman 2. Yeah. <laughs> where he's actually Birdman he's actually, the whole It's movie. just a Birdman yeah. movie. Um, I disagree that it's going to die like Westerns, because I, I think that maybe superhero in quotes as a genre might not be able to sustain itself but marvel movies are not just superhero movies yeah. and i think that that's why who they'll says the westerns went away uh, there was a, an article that i was reading uh, i can't remember who it was that was fucking saying it. it was somebody that they were interviewing um he wasn't saying that westerns like went away completely but there was a time where westerns were the biggest fucking movies in hollywood and then there was a time where they really weren't fucking around all that much like they didn't die completely but um, West, the American See, Western a, back in John Wayne's a, day was like the fucking movie for a while, but then it, it fell apart way before people think about it. Yeah, that's why they had to go make those movies in Italy, right? Because you couldn't get yeah. them fucking made here. Yeah, that's why they had to make well, these they spaghetti could, westerns. They could do more violence in Italy. spaghetti westerns sure. too. That was part of, but that. they but were, yeah, they weren't getting funding here. Right, Italian people were like. I mean, Fuck I guess yeah, bring, you know they didn't have the longevity, but you know, I think that what they were just saying was that like it is a we take for granted that the good, the bad, and the ugly and the outlaw Josie Wales were indie movies. Yeah, yeah independent films. that's true yeah 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 i mean but there, like there was a time where like it, it was either western or war movies those were the yeah. biggest selling films of the time and maybe not as long as superhero movies have been now because superheroes movies have been fucking kicking it for a right. minute um but it's also a different time for film more people take film seriously now than they did fucking 40 years ago yeah. um but no i mean that was just like a comparison the, the the thing that i'm saying is just that i don't think that i think that superheroes as like just spandexy dudes flying around might be dying. Yeah. But Marvel's going to find a way to keep itself possible because they're not just making superhero anything. Even Captain America 2 is a fucking, like we've said, it's an espionage, espionage film. film. Yeah. Uh, Jessica Jones is a noir. Daredevil is a fucking karate show. You know, Guardians of the Galaxy is a space movie. It's a space movie. It's also a comedy. Yeah. Uh, Ant-Man is a heist. It's also a comedy. Yeah. All of these things are, they're genre films that just happen to feature dudes with powers. Yeah. And I think that as long as Marvel keeps that up, and they keep hiring good writers and directors and actors, they'll never die. Yeah. We might see Fox fall apart, and maybe we'll see, we'll definitely probably see the properties Sony has fall apart. You know, we may see even DC stuff. But Sony stuff, at this but point is underneath the wing of 
That's right. So, yeah, the Marvel Marvels again. picked them up, so they might actually do a little better, and they eventually maybe combine or get Marvel might just get their properties back. Yeah, at um, this point, I think I'm, I mean they're going to keep the continent continuity through the films, and Marvel's involved in the like. It's going to be symbiotic, really. That's because the people. <laughs> That's because that fucking email got leaked. Yeah. That email where they were like, we don't want, where Sony America's like, we don't want to fucking deal with, we're fine. We'll right. Make, we'll make our own Spider-Man movies. And Sony's president company, Sony Japan, didn't know that was going on. Right. And they saw the leaked emails. They were like, bitch. Come on. Go apologize to Marvel. <laughs> Grovel with them, and please. And ask them for help. Get some fucking you money. you keep losing our money on right. these fucking movies. On these amazing Spider-Man movies. And I think on the DC end, um, Batman will never go out of style. No. Everybody will always love Batman. They will always be a Batman franchise. I think the same thing with Superman. He's not really our favorites, but even people who don't read comics know who the fuck Superman is. I think DC, I'm giving them five years tops. You think so? And then they're done completely? I mean... They're... they're, they're... Characters I don't think they're going to make a universe like enough. this. Yeah, I don't think they could build a cinematic universe the, the same thing Who the fuck wants to does, go but... see... And this is from someone who would, who went and who's just been talking about Ant-Man and how great <laughs> Ant-Man is. Who the fuck wants to see Aquaman? Yeah. I mean, I don't give a shit who it is. I who like Jason Momoa a lot, it? but I think I'm he's sorry. Awesome. I, I just don't. Awesome. Yeah, I don't dig fucking Ant- or Aquaman. Is. I don't care about Wonder Woman. Yeah. And it's not because she's a woman. No. Because I love fucking Black Widow. Yeah. And Jessica Jones. Yeah. You know what I mean? And even fucking Colby Smolders. Right. Showing up and stuff like that. Like, I like the ladies. Yeah. I like strong ladies in the movies. I'm looking forward to Captain Marvel. Right. But I don't care about Wonder Woman because, like we've said before, they're gods. Yeah. There's it's no Mercury attaching and, yourself to these characters. And Athena. And, yeah. you know, like, and Zeus. Like, they're too <laughs> fucking much. Most of them are from other fucking planets or, like, even Wonder Woman's from an island that's fucking completely separated from yeah. human culture entirely outside yeah. of Grecian style shit. Yeah. Like, yeah, these are not people you can fucking, like, you can't go have a beer. You can have a beer with Jessica Jones. I can yeah. drink a shot of whiskey with Jessica Jones. Yeah. I go play pool with fucking Luke Cage, but there's no way you could fucking not go, hey. Thor. Thor, go, is, yeah. Thor is like that, but Thor is also like, they, 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 instead of playing him like a god, they play him like the fish out of water. Yeah, yeah, Earth. exactly. You know, he's always like, oh, your, your crazy ideas here on Earth, you know? Like right. He's, just, he's always He's also of, one of a hundred, as opposed yeah. to a hundred of one. Bruce is one yeah. human amongst gods, you know, yeah. while Thor is one god amongst humans, you know? Yeah. And even the most superpowered person in, in the fucking Marvel Universe isn't a god. You know, right. fucking Galactus might be the most powerful thing out there, and even he can be fucking stopped. You yeah. know, that's the thing. There, There isn't anything that's got an ultimate power, really. Right. And Mar- DC does feel like everybody's like that. Everybody. Fucking everybody. Everyone is, everyone's from Olympus. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yep. Yeah, they really are. Which, I mean, is cool if you're really into mythology as a concept, but, I mean, like you say, it's not going to make compelling stories in no. the same way. It's just really not. You gotta, they've gotta be humanized. Yeah. That's why people like Tony Stark. He's a regular dude in a suit. Right. He doesn't have any powers. No. That's why people like Captain America. He was a fucking regular scrawny wimp, weak dude who just had a lot of heart. Yeah, exactly. He had enough good in him. And because of him having this heart and believing himself, he got himself into a position where he wound up getting the physical strength to be the hero he always wanted to be. Right. You know, these are average people. Spider-Man is going to be a very average dude right star lord is an average guy in very 
above average circumstances. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Scott Lang is an average guy. He's right. a fuck up. Yeah, he's a felon. You know, he's a felon. With Jessica a divorce and a, a wife up. or daughter he doesn't talk to. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Jessica Daredevil is a fucking people. blind dude. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Who lost his dad. They've all got something. And that's why Batman is still compelling. Because yes. he's a human man whose parents were murdered. He's yes. trying to fucking find a way to deal and cope with that. Right. You know, that's what makes him appealing. You know, it's like Superman, yeah, he lost his parents and his whole planet, but he also got adopted by a loving family and can do yeah. anything he fucking wants yeah. ever all the time. Like, hey, you know, what really sucks about, you know, so what really sucks about Superman? Superman. <laughs> fucking son of a bitch. If he didn't want to be Superman, he has a fucking good job at a newspaper. Yeah, too. <laughs> yeah he's at least doing okay. He's a fucking for hired staff writer at, a, at the biggest <laughs> newspaper in the world, right, probably. Yeah, in their exactly. World, you know? In that universe. Yeah. The Daily Fucking Planet in Metro. <laughs> it's like, it's like, you, he's the fucking a writer for the New York Times. Right. He's, it's what he does. <laughs> yeah. with, He's killing it. Spare time. Superman yeah. is fucking killing it. He's the most amazing physical specimen on the planet. He's incredibly handsome and nice and charismatic. Yep. He's down to earth. He's the kind of guy to have a beer with anybody. Yep. Yep. And little old farm boy. You push all that shit away, and he's still a writer for the New York Times. Like he's still a fucking. He's not suffering really. No. Anyways, like he would be a huge deal. Like right. he would be like, like fucking. Oh Jesus Christ! You see that fucking article that Clark Kent wrote? Like <laughs> people, that was really deep shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's in the public eye. He's yeah. writing for the biggest newspaper on the planet, and at the same time he's fucking moonlighting as Superman. Right. Jesus Christ! With the worst fucking a pair of glasses, really. If I take you my glasses struck, off, to look you at a guys person. struck gold once with Batman, and everything else is fucking silly. Yeah, pretty much. Or a rip off of Marvel. The Flash. Yeah, the Flash is fucking good shit. Uh, the show is. Yeah. The character's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, he's pretty goofball. I can run real fast. <laughs> okay. Cool. Great. What if we just? Dude, he can phase through walls. That's some cool shit. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Most of the people in the fucking Marvel universe would kill him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Wolverine would stand there and take fast punches from him until he just got one time to fucking cut his tag his fucking throat. Just like, All right. there, gotcha, bub. <laughs> Dunzo. It'd be over with. Oh God. Yeah, I just don't DC is just not for me. Yeah. They're crazier shit like Lobo and Constantine. Right. The Vertigo stuff. Yeah, I love some Vertigo shit. It's really cool, but like DC is just it's the Greek gods. Yeah. It really is. Well, and like they really haven't done much to Green update. Green Lantern is has been bestowed magical powers <laughs> from a police force that guards the universe. <laughs> right. Like he is so he can make he can manifest anything in his imagination <laughs> with a fucking magic ring that he's right. wearing. It's like, okay, good. What's he going to do? What's Luke Cage going to do against him? Like, these people are flawed characters in right. this other thing. You know, yeah. like, there's no way that some of these characters from Marvel could ever fuck with the people who are in DC because well, That's why in the gods. comics it was such a big deal for Thanos to get the Infinity Gauntlet, to have yeah. something that powerful. It took every fucking hero still alive after he disappeared them to fucking right. go and defeat him, you know? And, like, because there's only one dude who was able to do that. Like, in the, Mar in the DC universe like that, yeah, everybody would be like, well, fucking let's just teleport here using green lantern's powers and yeah flash will run around and we confuse him and superman will just fucking turn him into flash dust flash will <laughs> run around and confuse him i'm glad i get to be part of the justice league i'm the flash what do you do flash well sometimes i run around people so fast that it sucks the oxygen out and they pass out <laughs> they get super tired that's awesome so your power is just i just run really really fast that's it that's it. I'm really good at getting away. Yeah, I can do that. I'm the best ever at getting away. 
That's all that happens. Shit pops off. Flash is just running in the opposite direction while Superman's <laughs> taking care of everything. Well, I also like that Marvel has always done a good job of like, okay, so uh, fucking uh, Cyclops and Havoc, they're both brothers and they both have powers, but they manifest themselves in different ways. Yeah. But you got Flash and then you also have Kid Flash and you also have fucking dog Reverse Flash. Flash and you got fucking Dog Flash and Zoom and Zoom and Zoom's the only one who's different. He doesn't run fast. He just makes the universe move around him real quick, but that's still just still the stupid. It doesn't make any fucking sense. That's the exact it's, same thing. It's explained differently. <laughs> it's just explained differently. Yeah. You know, so like it's what really? What the fuck? Like, and I mean, I like the Flash TV show, but it's the most fucking ridiculous show in the world. Yeah, it is. And that, but it's fun. I mean, it's a fucking blast. There's like 75 Flashes. There's a Dog Flash, a Kid Flash, a Chick Flash. There's the Flash dolphin he <laughs> <laughs> swims so fast but aquaman makes him do stuff it's really weird he's, the whole thing no, is confusing he's, he's flash dolphin so like he can swim faster than aquaman aquaman's commands <laughs> oh it's so ridiculous yeah so but we did get a trailer or like a sneak peek of Bat, uh, batman versus yeah a little snippet a little 50 second little thing yeah. imaging so if you haven't seen that basically batman's tied up superman fucking lands in the room he's in and walks up to him takes his mask off yeah, and looks at it and it's all desert. And fucking Cavill is scowly balls. He's yeah. fucking pissed. And there are some Superman soldiers that are there. Fucking praying to him and shit. But let me, we have a spoiler for everyone here. If you don't know oh. this yet, the, at Comic-Con, they did have a toy version of Batman in that outfit. And it's called Nightmare Batman, which has led most people to believe that that's a dream it's sequence. Probably a nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Sue would be the guy powerful enough to trap him and unmask him. Yeah. And I guess has an army yeah well i don't understand why superman hasn't would have an army i guess now. because you know what i kind of maybe if you're you know thinking about nightmare logic um he's got a bit of a cult of personality going on true you know he did save true. the world from zod you know he did yeah. destroy a lot of shit but he's also he's got he's the most powerful creature the planet has seen so far and that's why bruce wayne hates him yeah because he destroyed he, a wayne building that yeah killed, killed thousands of his employees Some peeps yeah exactly uh, and without like any regard of the life, you know, and that's which I think is kind of cool as fuck that they are touching on that as a yeah. piece of the thing because that the was the that thing that everybody you have to kill thousands to save millions. Yeah, and the fact that everybody fucking gets so pissy about that giant battle, you know, and all this stuff, and it's like oh no repercussions, and now like this movie is about the concept of yeah. those repercussions. I yes. think it's really cool. They obviously had a, a reason for it, or they listen to what people say and fucking worked around that. Either way, right? Good for them, you yeah. know. Um, but yeah, you know, I can kind of see that idea. Maybe he doesn't think that Superman literally has an army, but that the world is standing by this character, right. you know, and he's always been an in the shadows kind of dude. He doesn't have people speaking up for him. Batman yeah. does not have that same appeal that Superman does, you know, in their reality kind of idea. So I'm looking forward to seeing it. Yeah. I hope they do something good with it. I hope Affleck's is good Batman. I think he's going to be good. I think that Affleck's going to be good, and I think Cavill's going to be good because you already liked him as Superman. But I feel like it's one of those things where there's just too much shit they're trying to shove into what can obviously be no more than three hours. Right. It's not a fucking six-hour epic. And, and I mean, outside of something like the Avengers where Come we've already built six on it. here and it gets out at midnight, <laughs> right. and We're going to have two intermissions. And Avengers only works because we saw all these other smaller movies building up. They're immediately trying to shove all these characters down our throat with one Superman movie. Yeah. And I like think we've that said, this Marvel thing has been ten years yeah. in the making at yeah. this point. And and fucking DC is trying so hard to play catch up when really they just need to not. Yeah. And I mean, at first, Batman v Superman, the law edition, apparently, um, yeah. would have been a good idea if it was just the two of them. 
Man. You can't handle the truth. They're just arguing in a it's courtroom. Actually, yeah, it's actually a lawsuit. Roe versus Wade uh, <laughs> followed by Batman versus Superman. Right. You know, and, and even like so much, okay, sure, maybe even shoving Wonder Woman in. But then you've got the idea of we've got Lex Luthor. We've got some other big bad not mentioned, a.k.a. Yeah. possibly being whatever Zod may have become. Right. And then we've got Wonder Woman and Aquaman and now possibly Flash, right? And then... There's, no, they said Flash, no, won't no, Flash be There in was somebody else Flash that I feel is like make his debut in Aquaman, I think. I can't remember what it was. There was something else to this. But then like then again, st- like stop. Stop shoving characters into other yeah. people's movies. Like we if we waited ten years for Marvel to pan out, we'll wait ten years for you guys to pan but out. They, want, make they it don't work. give a fuck about it. They want their right, money. Right. They now. want their money. Marvel was like, We're gonna build something here. Yeah. We're gonna build something that's gonna last. Well, because they know that's how you make all of the money. Right. You know, but this is just going to, we're going to get one maybe subpar movie and then we're going to be turned off. Do you want to build a lean-to that you can sleep under for a month or do you want to build a fucking castle that right. it'll be there years after you're dead? Well, that, the big thing to me is that, okay, if you're going to show Wonder Woman and Batman versus Superman, also Aquaman and Batman versus Superman, you need to show enough of both of those characters to make me want to see a standalone movie. Yep. If you didn't show them at all, I'd give a standalone movie a shot just because sure but by showing us them if i go th- out of that going you know what Momo underwhelming was underwhelming as fuck yep. i'm not paying to see aquaman right so i'm already not probably paying to see yeah aquaman. i mean that's that's a given but you you'll know. probably buy a ticket and go open the back exit door and aquaman. <laughs> <laughs> like open the, the back exit days. door and let everyone out because yeah. they don't need to be seeing that fucking everyone movie. i'm just gonna open just, the door back here and leave it open for you to leave <laughs> just fine. come on Come on out. That's like uh, when you and I went and saw Fantastic Four, and we were we when Ian and I went and saw that. We were getting <laughs> snacks before we went to the theater, and she's just like, "Well, enjoy your movie." And I was like, "Oh, probably not." We read the sport. <laughs> we read the reviews of it already. Oh. We're here to cover it for a podcast. <laughs> oh God, yeah. So what else you got over there in your shit to cover um, today? I just had uh, just the fact that I'm excited that Star Wars is happening in like fucking six, seven, weeks? seventeen more days, yeah. <laughs> sixteen more days. Um, I'm just fucking happy about that. I don't. Which we will have an episode up on the 16th or 17th. Yeah. We're going to see the we're first. We're going to the ultra, ultra early. The earliest showing we could get our hands on, which is 7 o'clock on Thursday. So, so. we could spoil the fuck out of it for you guys. <laughs> we're going to spoil it so hard. Uh, it's going to be fucking amazing. Uh, but yeah, other than that, I've got um, this week's segment uh, review. Oh, yes. That's ladies and gentlemen, let's take no more time getting to this. Here we go. Ian discovers a hip-hop album and ian discovers a hip-hop album it's something he's never heard before and he's listened to it and he's gonna talk about it yes all right Uh, so i did original pirate material you're listening to the streets (laughs) listening to the streets lock down your aerial um so Fucking, I would say so far that Good Kid, Mad City is probably the best thing I've listened to okay. throughout all of this, personally. This might be my fucking favorite thing I've listened to okay. so far. <laughs> um, there's just so much about it that really fucking drug me in. Like, I'm, I'm right off the bat, I'm a sucker for fucking British shit. Right. I love British sure. shit. I love British slang. I love British movies. I just always have kind of fucking had a thing for that. Right. And so I really dig on that a lot right off that. And then, like... I don't know. I didn't know what to expect from the beats. You know, and we sure. talked about like there's a little sure. bit of the dance thing going on because that's what they like or whatever. Yep. Garage beats as, the, yeah. as he calls, you know, or jungle Give or whatever. Give me a jungle of garage um, beat and admit defeat. You know, but there's a lot of like, like 
string stuff going on sure. in the samples and like there's a lot of like vocalize he's got song like sing some choruses and stuff mm-hmm. there's a lot of like musicy things going on that's not just because i didn't you know i don't really listen to much british music at all really. right outside of punk you know real old british punk um and coldplay and coldplay <laughs> yeah all the coldplay and zeppelin um but like yeah i don't know i just i was fucking hooked like right off the bat like turn the page just opens it up so fucking cool like yep. that string and everything it's just like i'm falling. okay i'm fucking in for something fun Roman, but i don't know i'm okay when i'm spitting so return to your sitting position and listen it's fitting and i'm miles ahead and they chase me show your face on tv then we'll see you can't do half my crew laughs at your rhubarb and custard verses. That's awesome. Such right a there. great line. But I'm waving your hearses driving by. Streets riding high with the beats in the sky. All stare, eyes glazed. Garage burned down, the fire raged. For 40 days and in 40 ways. But through the blaze they see it fade. The sea of black, the beaming heat on their faces. Then a figure emerges from the wastage. Eyes transfixed. Oh, so and like, good. there's just like kind of almost like a manic thing to the beats. They're very like everything's kind of fast and like okay. upbeat. And I really dug that. Like I was constantly bobbing my head like a fucking idiot on the train. I'm sure because I'm just like jamming the fuck out on this thing. And like, uh, I mean, outside of when I'm at work, this is the only thing I've listened to since you fucking give it okay. to me. Like I just like if uh, there isn't a track on this, I did not like. It's like, ain't the down, it's the upbeat, make it complete. <laughs> it's so good. Fucking Sharp Darts is amazing. Like, yep. I really love the lyrics to that. Fucking Geezers Need Excitement. It's great. The whole fucking, the whole thing. There really is not a track on here I did not fucking love. Too Much Brandy Too is Much really Brandy good. Is Don't Mug amazing. Yourself is really good. Who Got the Funk is such a fucking yeah. cool little jam. Like Don't Mug Yourself is such, like, he's so good at telling little stories. Yeah, he really is. And that uh, part when he's just like, and I'm like, honestly, it's not like that. You're acting <laughs> like she treat me like a prad and dancing when she claps in that. <laughs> right. God, I love it so much. And like, I don't Do know. Do you really think I have so whack because I'm telling you I'm 70 aces in his game set and match? He's just like, he's got a really great way with words. Seriously, mate, you fucker. No, no, don't no. So, I mean, I'm fucking, I'm no way really. Do you know what I mean? I fucking, I can take it. I can it take it, leave it. And then Calvin's like, oi, you need to hold it down, Jack. Put your phone back. Quit staring into space and eat your snack. That's that. She'll want you much more for not hanging on. Stop, Stop me if I'm wrong. Stop, Stop me if I'm wrong. wrong. Why should she be the one who decides whether it's off or on or on or off or on? Now the girl's rude. I know she's yeah. rude, but she's screwed right through. <laughs> You'll be on your knees soon. Such oh, a good yeah. fucking thing. And uh, of course, the irony of it all, which is probably my favorite thing on there, just because it's such a fucking cool okay. little back and forth. My favorite song is actually um, Weak Become Heroes. Okay. Yeah, I really like that fucking song. That's yeah. good shit. Um, Turn left up the street, nothing but gray concrete. And <laughs> That's the what we keep talking about. The uh, D's KFC. Keeps hearing that same drum beat loop. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, it's such a, oh God. And the way that like he'll mention like titles of songs or things that he mentions in other songs and like the one right before right. it, some, you know. Darts at Trouble 20. Right, right. You know, it's like, it's, I don't know. It's fucking, it's good. It's cohesive. I was constantly bouncing my head. The lyrics are fun and good. They make you think for a second, you know. Stay Positive is a cool Stay ending. Positive is a great way to yeah. end the album. Um, there's like the thing that I really dug about it. I don't know. Maybe he's just he could just be ultra British with his accent. But the you know British punk back in the day they would do so much to like accentuate their accent to sort of like right. make it have that like this is fucking British sort right. of seething nature of it. And I kind of got that from him. I mean, he could just sound like that, but he kind of enunciates words in such a very like like you know gen- like a region specific way yeah. with his with his british and and i think it's like it's really cool it does it feels like you're just fucking listening to some 
shit like you'd be walking down London. You know, yeah. like it's I fucking loved this shit. I'm so gonna play much. a little week become heroes. Yeah, I like that shit. Swim in the deep blue sea, cornfield sway lazily. All smiles, all easy. Where you from? What's your honor? What's your story? Mesmerizing tones. Rising piano. This is our zone. So <laughs> this is just all about him like growing up going to raves. Right. You know, okay. and, like I've known you all my life, I don't know your name. The name's European Bob, sorted. Anyway, have a dance now, see you later. Pleased to meet you. Likewise, a pleasure. We were just standing in mind our home. We went on and on. We all smile, we all sing. We become heroes in the stars alive. We all sing, we all sing, sing. Yeah, this is all about his days of going to raves. That's why at the end when it kicks in, he's like, out of respect for Johnny Walker and Paul Oakenfold. Like, he's just talking about, like... Because, like, even though that's not my type of shit, I understand how big of that culture is. Right, yeah. And how important that is to the Brit- to British... To European people. Right, yeah, definitely. The club scene or electronic music scene, it's as fucking big as anything over yeah. there. All they give a fuck about is, are you a DJ or can you play the fuck out of a guitar? Right, exactly. Everybody else can fuck off. Yeah, exactly. Country music, you can fuck off. Pop music, you can fuck, <laughs> fuck off. off. They don't care. They'll do a little hip hop. Yeah. But for the most part, it's Radiohead and fucking punk. I will say one of the things that I think is interesting, too, it, especially since I've been doing this uh, this whole project, I guess, with this segment, Um it's weird listening to a hip hop album where every other word isn't fuck. Yeah. There's not a lot of profanity in this. Yeah. I mean, there are a couple of songs where he says There's stuff only when two he's talking, songs but that are listed as explicit, as explicit. On, uh, on iTunes. Yeah. I just thought that was pretty. It was like, it was almost jarring at first. I was like, well, he, he got through a whole song without yeah. saying fuck a bunch. Like, that's kind of cool. Like, it's just kind of neat to see that. And also, like, I don't know. I just, I love, like I said, I love there, the they slang. Don't like, and, they don't call each other motherfuckers. That's why right. That's why he'll call someone a prat. Right. Yeah, exactly. I mean? Yeah. Uh, and I, you know, like I said, I love the slang. So I've been talking constantly. He's still going to talk like him. He's yeah. not, even though he's doing hip hop music, he's, he's not, not going to change who adopt he is. A, a South Central LA dialect. Right. He's it still talking sense. like he's from Manchester. And it's another one of those things where it's really cool because we, you know, I've mentioned so much during this that like hip hop has so much American music in it. Yeah. But it doesn't. It just has your region's music in it. Yeah. Because there's so much of this that is just, it sounds like the UK. Mm-hmm. It sounds like UK music. It sounds like what he's talking about is the UK. His accent is more British. You know, yeah. he's got all of this stuff going on that makes this very distinctly UK while still remaining hip hop. So it really is so much like it's it's not just this is not hip hop music. music. Yeah, this is rap rap. Oh, OK, he's rapping. I didn't realize that was mu- much of a difference. Yes. OK. OK. So that's something we should talk about. I yeah, because that's uh, so um, kind of news, I guess. Hip hop. Hip hop is not. Rap is rapping. Right. And rap music. Right. And people can be rappers. You can't be a hip hopper. You can, right? But it's more than just rap. There are the different. At one point, there was considered the four facets of hip hop, and the four facets of hip hop were the DJ, the MC, the B boy, break dancing, okay, and the graffiti artist. And hip hop was broken into those four categories, and all four th- of those things were hip hop. Okay, so it it's, it's it wasn't just about the music. It was also someone who's out bombing, you know, trains with cans of spray paint. Right, that guy's hip hop too. Okay, you know, it's like a a, like a culture more than just about the music. Hip hop is the culture. Right, there can be hip hop music. Right, but they um, typically that is not rap. This is not yeah. 
That is not hip hop music. I gotcha. Uh, John Legend is hip hop music. Okay. Even though it's soul R and B music, it's still that's hip hop culture. Okay. Um, Interesting. And and, you know, it does tend to be more Black American, right? But it definitely is American, right? And you could call that British hip hop, but it's really rap music. Okay. That's a rap. He's rapping. He's that's not hip hop music in the background, right? There's nothing. There's nothing that that. That's electronic That music. ties it to hip-hop. You know, I got it's you. jungle or garage so music. So it's kind so, of like the idea of like, you know, you can be a singer, but that doesn't make you a metal musician. Yeah. You have to be doing metal yeah. and singing. Sure. Okay, that's interesting. So like it is like its own subculture of... You can even be screaming. Right. But that you might be doing screamo music. That's right, not, it's not necessarily doesn't metal. Doesn't mean you're doing metal. Specific. Okay, I gotcha. Yeah. I see. I see. I didn't realize that there was such a distinction. I thought it yeah. was like, you know, interchangeable terms, I guess. It's you not. Know? Yeah. Hip hop is definitely the culture. Of the and, and I would say that hip hop culture has grown to incorporate, you know, uh, more than just those four facets. Right. You know, more than just the DJ, the rapper, the breakdancer, and the graffiti artist. I would say that there's there's definitely more to it nowadays, you know, like... The producer. Yeah. He might not be a DJ. Right. He might not go out and rock a crowd and DJ, but he the producer is definitely a part of it. Putting nowadays, stuff together. You know, yeah. You know, and it's interesting, man. Yeah. Hip hop is definitely I used to have a really cool shirt that had the four facets of hip hop on it. It just awesome. said hip hop real big on it. it was, <laughs> but it's uh there's definitely a lot more you know, street artists and stuff like that. You take the graffiti into something like Banksy, and right? Stuff like that. It's very close to hip hop. Okay. You know, it's more skate culture, right? But skate culture is is running into hip hop culture nowadays. Yeah. In a yeah, hard that's way. true. Yeah. You know, with people like Pharrell, Skateboard P, is, right? Is known, you know, or Lupe. Well, I mean, even Dell back in the day. Dell the homeless. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But you know, when Lupe did Kick Push. Oh right, right. And stuff like that. Like, and when rappers, when Lil Wayne is putting instagram videos of him at skate parks right right stuff like that like hip-hop is really butted up against skate culture right now it's always it's always shared beastie boys too yeah that's true and uh um you know it used to public enemy yeah raging and yeah that's true stuff like that really bridged that gap between hip-hop thrash culture and or, or skateboard thrash yeah. culture and hip hop culture, like Rage Against the Machine and Public like, Enemy, it's in a like huge slap way. in the middle kind of. They're the, yeah. like the middle of the Venn diagram mm-hmm. sort of situation. Yeah, because there's a Rage lot of Rage Against the Machine definitely took a thrash lot of and punk thrash and punk people it. and was like, oh, this hip hop thing is pretty cool, right? Right, you know. And then and then Public Enemy kind of took a lot of hip hop people and was like, oh, okay. When they started doing stuff with Anthrax yeah. and shit, they were like, oh, this punk okay. scene's pretty cool too. Yeah, bring the noise it's with Anthrax thing. was a huge deal. It's awesome. Yeah, it's a huge deal too. It put a lot of people onto different stuff. You know, people yeah. who would never have listened to Public Enemy heard Public Enemy. People, people would never, never listen heard. to Anthrax, yeah. Same thing. That's true. Yeah. yeah, that's really interesting. It also ushered in the really shitty time of uh, rap rock for yeah. a while. <laughs> yeah. Which yeah. some of it was good. Right. Some of it was really bad. Come, my lady. Come, come, oh, my lady. God. I mean, that's how it got to that. Yeah. You know, at one point. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> But it also got to like you know corn with yeah. Chino doing Wicked, yeah, by Ice Cube. You know, right. that's like that's a huge. The Deftones are a huge. Yeah, nowadays I think they're a big uh, band that is going from hip hop to skate culture. Yeah, in a big way. Okay, I mean Chino raps. Yeah, that's true. On a lot of songs, yeah. you know, I mean, but he also sings. Yeah, he also screams like a motherfucker. Yeah. They rock hard, right? But yet they're drumming. There's very much like steady. 
a beat that you can fucking bang a fist right. to, you know? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. They're definitely one of, they're one of the bands that did new metal right. or rap rock music did it correctly. Right. Yeah. Them and Rage. Corn kind of did some of that too, to a degree. First few albums. Yeah. yeah. Doing stuff like, I mean, like Children of the Corn, even. Sure. Just as yeah. simple as that. But I mean, even like. Man, I go back now, though, and listen to Children of the Corn. That shit is fucking corny. Yeah, it is. It's hokey <laughs> yeah, as fuck. It really when I was is. 19, I'm like, drop an ounce of the fucking <laughs> in the alley with the double pump. Like, I fucking <laughs> right? love that shit. You know, fucking but teenager. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is fucking cheesy as shit oh, now. Man. Generation Triple X. We all about the weed smoke and the kinky sex. Like. <laughs> Ice Cube was already on his way out. He was yeah. already going towards barbershop right. at that time. Yeah, exactly. But oh. then you listen to like System of a Down doing Wu Tang Clan. Yeah, that's fucking right. badass yeah. from back then. You know. Yeah. But heavy. See, the thing is, like, heavy aggressive music is going to find heavy aggressive music. Yeah, and I mean, it's, they typically come from like, uh, not necessarily the same situations, but it's the same emotions built on fucked up situations. Yeah. In different types of cultures and sure. they're bringing themselves together. It's always that, like, not always, but it has that anger connection. You can even go back to like frustration body count. connection. Yeah. Ice Cube's band, or Ice T's band, right. who did Cop Killer and stuff like that. They were pushing that metal hip hop thing together. Right. It's there. Yeah. I mean, it's about rhyming over riffs yeah. and stuff like that. It's, it goes back to, like, you know, the original hip hop was like. The way hip hop and DJing with records started was there was no hip hop music. Right. So you would find something that had a break beat in it, as they call it. So it would just be the break with no lyrics over it. You'd get two records of that same song. Boom, 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 and then right before the lyrics come back in again, switch it back over. So that beat keeps riding. Right. It's the same song on both tracks, and you pull this one back. Boom, 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 and then some. Then Biggie's out here. Right. Your clothes ain't all that. Your trims ain't all that. You know, like, that's how hip-hop started. That's oh. why I started with these records and stuff. Right. That's why Walk This Way was such a huge deal. Right. Because that was a record that everyone had spun up to that point. All hip-hop DJs had... And never go... Never go to... Well, sweet dogs giving it. They never would go to that. They would just rock that beat. Right. And then, you know, you flow. And then, you know, then you flow over it, you know, like, so... That's crazy. That puts that in a whole new perspective. That's really fucking interesting. Shit with, like, people running... And extension cords from their apartments down out their window to their street so they can, <laughs> so have they can the stuff play their shit, shit out yeah. there. That's awesome. Have you seen that video of Biggie at 17 freestyling? On yeah, the yeah, okay. I've seen that. Yeah, that's the shit I'm talking okay. about. Okay, yeah, interesting. That's how hip hop started, right? That's the beginning. I mean, really, you could say you know, rhyming during slavery, right? And then even going into like the blues, yeah, and the way some of that was composed was kind of like, as they call them, Negro spirituals. Right, right. But added with this edge and this guitar to it and this sadness. Right. And then it just kind of became hip-hop over time. Rock and roll kind of had some influence on it. This oh. kind of had some influence on it, little this and that, you know, right. the next thing you know. But what it came down to in the beginning was spinning those break beats. Right. The beat from the breakdown. The part where no one's singing, no one's playing a guitar solo, you can just keep it going. Right. Indefinitely. Huh. If you're a good DJ. Yeah. That's why, go, if you ever see a good DJ going back and forth and keeping a beat going, like, they'll do it back and forth, just playing. Like, right. That's fucking technicality. That's showing what they can do with those needles and with their hands. 
It's being an actual so, DJ. Yeah. As opposed to being an iPod. Yeah, as opposed to <laughs> right. pushing buttons on a laptop. Right, yeah. We're being DJs right now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. To, yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. But that, man, you, I'll find some stuff where you can check out, like, turntablism. Yeah. And that's like pretty what fascinating that really shit. Means. Yeah. yeah. What is, how this really started. I was like I said, just recently figuring out like what fucking uh, freestyling really was. Yeah. And the combination between the two differences and stuff like that is just like, it's a fucking whole new world for me completely. You know, it's one of those mm-hmm. things like where like I, I researched the shit out of punk and metal and shit. Sure. That's what I listened to. I just never got this fucking experience. And it's really cool to fucking be able to learn shit like this. Now, you listen you know? to like, like DJ Premier and some of these major hip hop DJs and it was like, you know, I just listened to my mom's records when I was a kid, and it's like Herbert Alpert and the Tijuana Brass, and there's like this one, bum, 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 and I just wanted to have that keep going, and it's like, and you know, putting scratches Doing, over yeah. it and back and forth, like, that's how this shit evolved. That's cool. That's how the shit evolved, that, and it was just like that, and spoken word poetry, right. and like, the choruses are very much that soulful, I mean, early hip-hop, you know, that spiritual kind of thing, you know, and a lot of that right. infiltrates a lot of religion infiltrates hip hop yeah. in a big way anyway. Um, but yeah, there's that's cool. Some little overview yeah. of hip hop, a little overarching. I like that it took twenty eight episodes and so many fucking albums to actually get to that. But yeah. like I just never I I never hit that point where I realized that there was such a difference. But and it just became a, a bragging rights thing on the street. Yeah. That's so you cool. Know? All right. That's a trip. So, you know, this guy, oh man, he killed so and so. On the mic, and right. killed him. You know, it's, <laughs> it just became that way, and then it just has grown into this thing that became more artistic, less and less about. I mean, we still do a lot of sampling, right? You yeah, know, like yeah. the drums from when the levee breaks are the most sampled drums in the history of music. Really, that bass drum <laughs> and that hi hat and that snare drum. Right, maybe not making that beat. Yeah, but they're used. Countless. That's awesome. It's one of my favorite drum groups ever, too. I fucking love that. It's the best drum beat of all time. Yeah. It really (laughs) is. It's such a great song. It's so iconic. Yeah. And you know how they recorded it? Huh. So when Zeppelin recorded that, they lived in that, uh, they were living in that mansion castle of Aleister Crowley's. Uh, Right, right. Yeah. Fucking Jimmy Page owned. So they set the drums up in the bottom of this this huge tower attached to it that had a winding staircase all the way to the top. So all the mics to pick him up and record him or at the top oh. and he's down at the bottom and that's why you can't they can't have not been able to fucking re, like replicate that reverb right. with a computer because there's just no way the acoustics in there are just an like old that. fucking castle it's got a Alistair fucking Crowley's. spiral case <laughs> 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 like you listen that's to that that's awesome fucking, yeah that's where it's from yeah because it is it's like it's got such a fucking unique sound to it it does it, it's really amazing wow that's really cool but if you if you really know those sounds and just were familiar with the way those feel yeah and then you start listening through hip hop. You're like, "There's that hi hat." <laughs> it's just a perfect. It's right. perfect. <laughs> All of it sounds so good. They've never been able to replicate that good of a drum sound right. with computers. <laughs> That's rest so in crazy. peace, John Bonham. I yeah, don't know right. how many people. Like, I don't know if they, I wonder if they get paid for that. Right. For every time that sample. I mean, if it's like the most sample that you think they'd want to at least after a little while, like, yeah. hey, come on, guys. Yeah. Damn, that's crazy. Anyway. Yeah. So, uh, one thumb up, two thumbs up. What would you? What would you say? All, with this all one? of the thumbs ever. All the thumbs. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. I'm still gonna listen to this one. That's what like I keep talking about. It's kind of fucked up. I have all this shit I can't ever get off my phone because I like all of it so much. I'm fucking running out of all the other <laughs> fucking albums I like. But this shit is really good. I mean, it's one of those things like where there's just 
so much going on with how the beats sound and everything. Mm-hmm. Like right. it's it's fucking chill, but it's also exciting. But it's also like I don't know. I just yeah. I'm fucking. I highly suggest it to people who haven't tried listening to this kind of thing. Hell yeah. It's definitely different from other stuff. You know, I fucking loved it. Well, we're going to listen to a new album. All right. So <clears throat> you are going to go back to the East Coast, back to New York. Okay. 1994. Oh. It's released on April 19th, 1994, I guess. Yeah, we'll go with it. There's two great albums, but we're going to go with the the classic. This is a uh, an album that got five mics in the source. Okay, this is considered, you know, up there and with the rest of the stuff. You know, this is one of the right. greatest albums in the history of hip hop. So, April nineteenth, nineteen ninety four, um, coming out of New York, uh, someone who would definitely change hip hop forever. Okay, someone who is still to this day making a mark on hip hop. And definitely brought lyrics back okay. in a big way. Or at least it really, really made them shine. Right. And what you could do with lyrics. So the album you're going to be listening to is called Illmatic. Okay. And it is by Nas. Okay. It is his genius debut album. I almost had you listen to, uh, just so you know, his first album... Five out of five star review, oh, perfect reviews wow. on iTunes after six hundred and one reviews. Woof, um, and just some of the reviews, you know, classic lyrical masterpiece, best hip hop album of all time, simply the greatest, living legend, greatest hip hop album ever. Um, Nas is king, you know, uh, but his second album it was written five star rating, six hundred and forty nine reviews. Damn. And, like, just he destroyed everybody with these first two albums. And all of his, I mean, he didn't have very many bad albums. Right. You know, I mean, like, even he did this album uh, called Distant Relatives with him and Damian Marley. Okay. It's got five star reviews after 2,000 fucking reviews on on iTunes. Damn. Okay. So this dude's got his shit going. Yeah. Check this out. I really like that. It's a really cool <laughs> album, great. man. Yeah. It's a really cool album. Um, but yeah, man, hip hop like is dead. God's son, I am. Life is good. He's got so many great albums. He's got terrible albums too, like Nostradamus. <laughs> well, that just sounded like it was going to be a problem. which is his worst album probably, and it still has four and a quarter star review. <laughs> oh wow! Nas is one of the greatest of all time. Okay. Yeah, he's he's awesome. Nice. He's awesome. Yeah, I'm excited. I mean, he's just started going through like his this greatest hits album, and it's like. Have you ever heard the song "If I Ruled the World" I don't by Nas? So. No, I don't think so. And Lauren Hill. If I did, it was like in passing. It is such a good song. Yeah. So I'm gonna we're gonna. It's not on this album. Okay. It's on the second album. But ladies and gentlemen, I hope you don't mind. We're gonna vibe out a little bit together. We're just gonna let this play out as I, as we leave. Um, this will be our. And usually I tag some music on the end of this, but you don't hear what it is. 
um, this time where you're going to. Yeah. So we'll ride it out <laughs> with this music. So, yeah, it's awesome. It's Nas and Lauren Hill. Okay. Did this song together. So um, we will be back next week. Yeah. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we will be hanging out with St. Louis girl band, The Vigilettes. Yeah, yeah. So they're gonna, we're gonna go down to them. We're gonna be at their studio. We're gonna have them jam some tunes for us and it's talk to us a for a little time. while. Yeah, I can't wait. It's gonna be really rad. We're looking forward to that. So tune in. Hope you guys enjoyed this one. We're glad to be back. Hope you guys are having a good holiday. Yep. Um, we're probably gonna do this Vigilettes episode and one more, and then we'll probably take a little break for the holiday for, for Christmas. Christmas. And then we'll be back at the... Uh, we won't take a break for Christmas because we will be here on the 17th yeah. for our Star Wars episode. <laughs> oh, yeah, episode. yeah, yeah. So we're doing that at least. Yeah, yeah. so we'll do the, we'll do a couple more and then Star Wars and then we'll probably take a little break through Christmas and New Year's. Yeah. So, um, But thanks a lot, guys, for listening. We love you guys. And uh, anything you have to say? No, thanks for coming back always. And, you know, we're thankful for you guys this We love year. you guys. Yeah. Um, so hit us up on Facebook. You won't. And... Uh, <laughs> If you have any ideas for more hip-hop albums for Ian to listen to that yeah. we haven't mentioned, definitely uh, jump on there and give us some ideas. Right. Um, Tell us what you think about these things. Am I crazy for liking the streets? Is it just because I don't know shit about rap music until now? Like, whatever. Talk to us, please. Yeah. Please talk to us. Talk to us. Validate us. Anyway, thanks guys for listening, and uh, we will see you guys in one week. Until then, enjoy, enjoy your boils. boils. Harassing. Imagine going to court with no trial. Lifestyle cruising blue Bahama waters. No welfare supporters. More conscious of the way we raise our daughters. Days are shorter, nights are colder. Feeling like life is over. These snakes strike like a cobra. The world's hot, my son got knocked. Evidently, it's elementary. They want us all gone eventually. Trooping out of state for a plate. Knowledge, if coke was cooked without the garbage, we'd all have the top dollars. Imagine everybody flashing, fashion, designer clothes. Lacing your click up with diamond rolls. Your people's holding dough. No parole, no rubbers Going raw, imagine law with no undercovers Just some thoughts for the mind I take a glimpse into time Watch the blimp read, the world is mine If I rule the world Imagine that I free all my sons Black diamonds and bars Could it be that you could be mine, we both shine If I rule the world Still living for today In these last days of time Yo, Paradise life relaxing, black, Latino, and Anglo-Saxon. Amani exchanged the range, cast, lost tribe of Shabazz. Free at last, brand new whips to crash. Then we laugh in the illa path. The villa houses for the crew, how we do. Trees for breakfast, dime sexes have been stretches. So many years of depression make me vision. The better living, type of place to raise kids in. Opening eyes to the lies, history's told foul. But I'm as wise as the old owl.